0: This is VH Snackin'. All right, we're back and we're ready to VH Snack. Welcome to VH Snackin'. Welcome back. Good to be here. It's been a hot minute. It has Um, been a hot minute, my friend.
1: Yeah, it's a, a nice gloomy day here in North Carolina. We got the door open it uh it uh it feels really nice out. The birds are squawking, yeah,
0: you're gonna hear a little bit of a nature soundtrack here today, I believe, which is cool, or maybe not. Maybe you can't hear it, but we can, yeah, the it's door's all... open, it's feeling good. It's all good, man. It's a good open vibe. We're gonna talk about election. It's like February third, and it's like sixty five degrees, so, yeah, you know. That's yeah. North Carolina for you, though.
1: Yeah, man. How you been, buddy? What's
0: good, man. I'm mean, keeping busy. You know, I'm uh, fighting off a cold. It's not COVID. Okay? I did get a test. I'm good. Yeah. So, you know, but I think it's that time of the year. Yeah. Please don't cough in my mouth. I won't. Okay. I know that you like that, but I won't do it. <laughs> so, it's fine. No, no, I'm good. Um, Keeping busy. Doing the lunch meat thing. You know, new tape releases. New threads. Got a brand new issue coming out in a couple weeks. Ooh. uh, Should be pretty dope, my
1: friend. Well, hit up lunchmeatvhs.com for uh for
0: that and so much more absolutely thanks for the plug dude i definitely don't plug shit enough on here hey man so, we can uh
1: plug away
0: yeah so yeah so check hey, it out if there's tons of cool vh stuff on there
1: if we're putting our Lubburger shirts on i'll throw mine on too. you should i've been uploading a, a little bit more stuff on the spook house podcast youtube channel so hit up uh youtube slash the spook podcast like and subscribe
0: yeah you can see phil's beautiful face
1: well, I don't know about that. But, well, uh, I do, and I'm you, telling
0: you that it if is. If you
1: like a good video companion to the podcast, that is an option. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. check that out.
0: Yeah. So, I got one question for you here. All right. Did you study the difference between ethics and morals? What's today? the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> today, we're talking about 1999's election. Yeah. You called this one.
1: Oh God, I love this movie.
0: And I was like, man, I haven't seen that movie in a while. So I was excited to revisit it. And as I was watching it, I realized I probably haven't watched this movie in like 15 or 20 years, man. Really? Yeah. So I used to watch it. It, it took me to a place immediately. Mm-hmm. It was on my parents' couch after school in high school. Like my sophomore, junior year. So this was like 2000. Like It was on cable at this point. Because it came out in 99, so I was watching it on cable a lot in the early 2000s. Yeah. And I, man, it was such a feeling. Like, I was like, okay, I'm on my parents' couch, like, eating Tasty Cake coffee cakes, like, watching this. Oh, very specific. Yeah. It's totally, like, a feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, man. And it was so strange, because as I was watching it, I was like, oh, and I could, you get a, a feeling like this is about to happen, but it was, like, something different. Like, when Tracy pulls down all the posters... Yeah, I'm like oh man here's that look at her hands and I'm like oh yeah her hands like it, I don't know it's just it feels like just a memory but it was also like man it was great so great I'm so happy that we revisited this and that we get to talk about oh, it, yeah. this movie rocks yeah so.
1: every time you hear that Navajo Joe theme music the, oh, <laughs>
0: the, the primal
1: music dude <laughs> yeah which they also use in um, Kill Bill yes quite a bit
0: yeah yeah, so I love that that music cue. It's yeah, excellent. But what about you? Like, where where did you get familiarized with this film? And oh man, I
1: saw this back in like right when it came out. And uh, yeah, every time I, I probably watch this like once a year at least. Mm-hmm. And every time I watch it, I just get sucked right back into the into the movie, and uh, I'm just as engaged every time I watch it.
0: I mean, it's. It's an excellent film. I mean, absolutely without a doubt. Um, super funny, super dark, yeah, and just engrossing, like you said. Just like totally pulls you into the world. Does a great job building the world. I mean, it's directed really well.
1: Yeah, it really is. And the use of narration is excellent. You get a uh, a good understanding of each character's POV, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. some sometimes it shows you their. Um, their illusion with the actual situation that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like you would think growing up without a father, I was looking for a father figure. But that's not it at all. They've <laughs> just made me feel so safe and, and secure. <laughs> yeah. Moments like that you don't really pick up on when you're a teen watching this movie, but yeah, it's uh I love this movie.
0: So you know, where do we uh, where do we start? I mean I wanted to I want to start and say damn this movie is good like i mean revisiting it like i don't know like i don't watch it more mm-hmm. you know like it is like a comfort film for sure and it's just like i don't think i just i just never really you know popped it on but i mean yeah. this was definitely a constant piece of my, my cinema diet yeah
1: th- this might be the most technically well-made movie we've covered so far i, I think would, it is i would say that
0: i really think it is and the director what's it, alexander Payne? Is yeah his name Right, so he also... I, I was looking him up, obviously, and he also did this movie called Inside Out, which is a straight-to-video Playboy version of, like, Tales from the Crypt. Really? And I, we reviewed it in a past issue of Lunch I Meet. Mean, I thought that was a pretty cool connection. That what he, year was that? I think it was, like, 91 or 92. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was early in the 90s, and uh, it's cool that he kind of graduated to do Election.
1: Yeah, I need to go back and watches uh, other movies because I read the synopsis of Citizen Ruth Mm -hmm. came out like 97 and it sounds really good and apparently the reviews are very solid so
0: I'm unfamiliar with Citizen Ruth so perhaps I need to uh, visit that for the first time
1: yeah and uh, while snooping around on the casting info a lot of the same actors that you see in election appeared in that like Linda Linda oh man (laughs) And she is uh she's not really election
0: was kind of her crescendo she hasn't really done anything else I don't really know her that much I think I only really know her from from election unless I'm like missing something and yeah something not really, really. her
1: her credits are very short but um you know what Josh um I made the uh, the snack today you this, did this isn't a a rule but I made snack you go first with your favorite moments okay uh, I'm, I'm making that's a rule now okay I I so know. whoever
0: makes the snack. The opposite person goes. I I guess. I love that we're on like our 14th episode and we finally made this rule. Hey, man. Just... Because uh... I usually go first and, you know, it's it's fine. But, all right. So, heads up, I was super fucking stoned watching this movie <laughs> oh, last you, night. you were? Yeah, yeah it here. Yeah, so, but it was awesome. So, if these feel a little disconnected, <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Oh, no, good for it, man. So, you can just... The way it's directed, this film, you can just feel that they're telling you something, right? There's all these... um you know innuendos. There's all these, you know, just suggestions. Yeah. There's a lot of like visual suggestion in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when he misses the trash can, when he's trying to be a good guy, right? Oh yeah. Mister McAllister is trying to be a good guy. Like, speaking of the snack, you could have chose from any of these leftovers inside of this yeah. refrigerator. I right. I should
1: have just uh, brought you some leftover Chinese food.
0: Just a big bowl of slop. And threw like, it on the floor in front of you. Said, an, old, an old sub with some old Chinese food on it <laughs> on top of a slice of pizza. I would have been totally happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, they were the school refrigerator leftovers. By the way, that janitor
1: was an actual janitor and uh, apparently is still working there.
0: Wait, so Carver High's a real high?
1: It's not. I don't think it was it's called not called Carver, Carver High. high. But, yeah, they they scouted this high school, and, uh, I mean, that's where Alexander Payne discovered Chris Klein. He was in the theater department at this high school. In
0: Nebraska? Uh-huh.
1: This is his first movie. That's how he got discovered. I'm so
0: glad you actually do research on these films, <laughs> because me, you know, I just watch it, get stoned and watch it, and then come talk to you. So Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah. I mean,
1: I've kind of done research on this movie over the years anyway, just because, like I said, I, I watch it so much, so...
0: yeah Yeah, i mean that's amazing that chris klein was discovered there because was this his like first it wasn't though was it
1: this was his first i believe this is his first credit as an actor i mean he was going to high school here you know and crazy and the director was like i really like that kid he's perfect for this role and he's gone on to do uh to have a, a good career
0: yeah like he's an american pie right like am i having he's in, like,
1: no he's an american pie um
0: what year is american
1: pie 99
0: so the same year as election
1: yeah wait american pie was 2000
0: okay yeah i was mm-hmm. about to say like i feel like it's very very contemporary and but... he's
1: also in one of my favorite uh not just comedy movies but christmas movies just friends with ryan reynolds i oh, love wow. that movie okay Shout out to that movie. I can talk about that movie. loves just friends, everybody. Have you ever seen it?
0: I don't think so. Oh man, I I know the poster. I remember seeing the DVD cover in Blockbuster. It it looks
1: like uh just cliche romantic comedy, but it is so much more. I love that movie.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with a good rom com, man. Anybody saying they don't want to enjoy a good rom com is either lying to you or themselves. Hey man, I'll uh I'll watch a good rom-com. But uh yeah,
1: yeah, the cover definitely gives off rom-com vibes, but to me it's just straight comedy but shout out to that movie
0: cool all right well when mr mcallister misses the trash can Mm -hmm. and the janitor looks at him like he's not going to pick it up like he's not going to pick it up but it never shows if mr mcallister does actually clean that up or not and we know mr mcallister mr m is going to clean that up that's true i've never had this internal discussion
1: did he clean up the uh the chinese food I mean, I'm going to say 1,000%
0: he cleaned that up.
1: Yeah, but do you think the janitor saw that and just kept walking? Because he assumes... And he assumed that he didn't clean it up, and he never forgot that. That's why he
0: dug out that trash can looking for the boats. Exactly. So, I mean, I think a lot of the theme in this movie is people taking out their problems on other people. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think that's why this movie is so strong and clever, and and visually smart and all this kind of stuff because that is a theme that runs through this film, right? Mm-hmm. So that guy's taking out his problems on Mr. M when Mr. M really didn't even do anything wrong except for miss the damn trash can. <laughs> yeah, true. You know what I mean? So yeah. but he just because he keeps rolling, I believe. The janitor keeps rolling, and he doesn't even check to see if he cleans that shit up or not. That's true. He does uh he does keep moving. So yeah. what an incredibly smart and robust Opening scene. Yeah. Right? So I think that's really cool and I love that. Okay. On to a very small f- detail. <laughs> when Tracy is sitting on the couch with with Novotney and she's drinking a fucking diet mug root beer, it yeah. gets me every time. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. She's just like holding this. I love that it's a diet mug root beer too. Yeah. You like mug root beer, dude? I don't. Root beer is gross.
1: What? Root beer is nasty, dude. Nobody likes root beer. What? Okay. Well, you that's like the most untrue statement I've ever heard in
0: my freaking life. <laughs> When's so- the last
1: time you went into a store and bought root beer?
0: Mm. I don't really drink soda that much, dude. Oh, yeah. But if I'm going to get a root, if I'm, if I'm getting a soda and I have a choice of root beer, because root beer is not really a choice many places. That's Maybe true. it is because a lot of people don't like it. Because it's What do you think, VH Snackers? Root beer. Yeah, you're nay. Let us know. Please. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, I'm sure there's some some root beer fans out there. Come on, but... Stewart's root beer is dope, dude.
0: You know what? I'll give it a I'll give it another shot. The foam goes straight to your brain, dude. Oh my god. Come on, that is like one of the best commercials of the 90s. <laughs> mug, foam goes straight to your brain. Do you remember those? I don't. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> the mug commercials are so good. <laughs> anyway, it makes me laugh every time. I love the Diet Mug. It's just I don't know why I can't really put my finger on why it's so funny, but it is that she has a diet mug root beer.
1: Yeah. It's almost like, uh, do you think Dave gave her that root beer? That was his, that was his way of saying, Hey, I'm, I'm not a bad guy.
0: I'm responsible. I gave her a diet mug root beer. You don't need any extraneous sugar intake.
1: Like here is is, is your
0: diet mug root beer. Sweet yet safe. (laughs) Is this what you're getting at? I guess I think there's a lot of underlying things happening in this film. So I think just because they didn't intend it to be there doesn't mean it's not actually there. Yeah. So that with that mindset, yes. (laughs) Another small thing, and this might just be me, but it makes me laugh every time when they pan over all the pictures of Enid or not Enid Tracy Uh, Enid's her middle name. Uh huh. But I just love the Enid's her middle name. It's yeah, it's gross to me. I don't know why. Um. The God's Gift picture frame, like Tracy's house. Yeah, Tracy's oh, house wow. when they're panning when they're panning through uh, all the pictures of her, and there's yep. one that just says God's Gift on it. it. Makes me laugh out loud yeah. every time. God,
1: you were stoned when you watched yeah. this. That's a such a minor detail. <laughs> it's so good though, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I love this. I love. Uh, what are we
0: learning from this, kids? To get stoned and watch movies because you notice stupid shit that's really cool.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll kind of get to the more like you know. I'm sure when most people hear this movie, they think about certain big scenes, and we're gonna
0: talk about those. But I'm I'm loving these uh these little these little moments here. Well, I mean the little moments, right? I mean you gotta enjoy them. You gotta and like I think when people listen to this podcast, they're be like, "What are you talking about, Josh?" And then they're gonna go back like, "Actually, that is really funny." Hopefully, mm-hmm. that's how people look at it. I hope so. You know? Okay. Her voiceover, she's like, "We're gonna be spending a lot of time together, you
1: and I." <laughs> and yeah
0: it's uh it's very uh ASMR, a little bit little, yeah a little mouthy her whole cadence the pronunciation the mouth sounds that she makes mm-hmm. everything is very unnerving and weird and gross which is kind of how i feel about her character even though she's like super perky and smart and like well to do and studious mm-hmm. not necessarily well to do but it's she makes me uncomfortable dude yeah, did you, uh, did you have any Tracy flicks in your high school? I knew this question was coming, and I thought about it. And the answer is yes. Of course. You're always going to have. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a stereotype for a reason. You know what I mean? I think that it's a staple of, like, there's always going to be at least one person. doesn't have to be a female. It could be, like, anybody, you know, mm-hmm. that is kind of an overachiever, a little uppity, and just, like going after a little too hard, you know, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard it, that, hearing that come out of my mouth. I don't know how I really feel. it. her a, name? Well. We're calling her out. Nope. <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it.
1: Yeah, of course not. But yeah, I, I there, there were some
0: Tracy flicks in my high school as well. Maybe sure. not to this degree. Well, I mean, I think that she's a, you know, an exaggerated caricature of this, this kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that one person that's like, an overachiever because that's Mm -hmm. really what she is right is she she calls herself an overachiever so yeah
1: oh here's a here's another question um yeah were class presidents a thing in your high school i can't i (laughs) i don't i don't 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 even remember man i really don't i guess i had one but nobody it wasn't like hey vote for the class president there was never a big deal about
0: who our class president was i was kind of having a A rock and rollin' time in high school, man. I was like playing in a local band and like just having fun, not really caring about any that much. You know what I mean? So like I wasn't paying attention to like student council and like all this other kind of stuff. But not to say that that's not cool. It is. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't in that mind frame at this time, at that time in high school. You know, I was like playing in a band and just going to school because I had to, and like having fun with my friends yeah maybe i
1: missed all of that as well but
0: i remember student council in like sixth seventh and eighth grade
1: though i do remember all the tracy flicks in the high school you could tell who they were because if you just go to the yearbook credits and look in the last name section they had like 50 like oh they're on this page this page
0: this page but isn't that a shot in this movie Where they go through the yearbook. Kind of, yeah. When she calls herself an overachiever, she has all of these page marks.
1: And a lot of the times they put themselves in that, like in that page, like here's so and so, here's Tracy Flick and so and so just hanging out just so they could get that credit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, she's on the yearbook, you know, that's how she met Novotny.
1: Yeah. It was a cinch for their new software.
0: (laughs) Just (laughs) cropping out Dave. And it was pretty good, too. Pretty good software. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was impressed. I was like, oh, holy shit.
1: Yeah, for 97 when they filmed this movie. Man, it took two years to come out, huh? Yeah, they uh, filmed in 97. They did some... They reshot the end of the movie in 98. Well, we got to talk about the alternate ending. Yeah, because when they were showing it around to different festivals, pretty much unanimously, most people said the ending wasn't very good so they went back and they shot the ending that we all know today
0: but uh we can we'll talk about that later yeah we'll rewind back to this later yeah which is a great segue into the vhs porn scene
1: oh, now I, you know i knew that you were gonna You know this is so on
0: brand yeah i T- love punch i lo- down <laughs> <laughs> what's Dude. the movie is that a real movie i don't think <laughs> I don't it don't is know, man. i don't think so I mean, where I want to know where that girl and the guy are that played the fake porn scene. Oh, What are yeah. they doing right now? Did you happen to research that? I did not. No, I did not uh, go that deep. But unintended. I can go that deep. Hey. What are you talking about, Phil? <laughs> go that deep? Touchdown? Porno? Did I you know what you're doing the, here.
1: Did you see the other VHS title that he had? There was one called The Big Election. Is it a porno? Yeah.
0: But no it's, shit! It's like I, must, in, I totally missed that. It's like
1: in his stash. I had to pause it and. Uh,
0: oh yeah! Wow, that's really clever, and I love how hidden these pornos are.
1: Hey, VHS King, I got a little trivia for you. Do you know the first porn distributed on VHS, and what year? Um, I should know this. I'm gonna have to go with Deep Throat. No, nah, that was my. That would have been. That was like one of the bigger. Why are you
0: trying to embarrass me on the air, bro? Hey, sorry. Hey, it's a. That's a. That's a tricky question. It is a tricky question.
1: Okay, came out seventy six. They they passed it out to theater patrons in New York because downtown New York Times Square just used to be like smut city. A
0: free videotape apparently so videotapes were like a hundred dollars when they came out dude you're getting a free one that's that's uh and you're giving out free porn
1: they gave out copies of
0: the devil in miss oh it is devil miss jones yeah you know this one of course yeah i mean that's a classic really like debbie does dallas the devil miss jones deep throat like these are all like yeah you know very influential Adult films. I
1: wonder how much a, cop- a 1976 copy of The Devil and Miss Jones
0: would go for. Was it on VCX? It had to be on VCX. I don't know. What's the difference? What do you mean? What's the difference between VCX is and is a label, anyway? Dog. It's a label. <laughs> You're going to. I can't believe it. I can't believe you VH stumped me with this one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was know. really close. Yeah. I was really close. VCX was a label? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, or I think it's called vcx i mean i gotta be honest with you my tape head habits have not leaned into the adult films that much i have a few right Mm -hmm. i got some parodies and things like that but i never really went after adult films right they are sexy no pun intended they have a lot of like like a lot of the early stuff is is has a lot of cool aesthetic and all this other kind of stuff and of course the adult films back in the day were totally different it was like a real film with hardcore sex in it yeah, you know what I mean? Like there was actual people, like there's storylines and things like that. I mean, not that it doesn't exist now, but it's totally different.
1: Do you think that porn drove the uh you know how it was it was basically a choice between Betamax and VHS? Did porn steer that ship in the VHS direction much like it did with like Blu-ray, HD? You know. A lot of people argue or, or about laser disc,
0: DVD, yeah, I mean that's the thing is like I, I think this is kind of uh something that people say mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people believe. But there was beta porn. Like there was porn on beta for sure. Yeah. And I think that VHS won for two reasons in in my opinion. One, longer recording times. Okay. You couldn't get a whole baseball game on a beta tape. You know what I mean? It's true. Gotta record those games. Yeah. And then you VHS didn't charge for the license to press on it oh okay so there was some problems with the licensing of the format and i think that kind of gummed it up a little bit for for beta okay huh learning learning a little something new here because you see it's vhs took over fairly quickly right and i think like people do say it's because porn didn't you know or uh, didn't adapt with beta or whatever. However you want to say it, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a real reason, but I mean, I don't know, I don't think so.
1: Interesting. We could yeah. do a whole episode on uh, just the. the oh, world, I would love to. The world
0: of VHS porn and all that. Yeah. So that's a great scene in yeah, election. That's a great
1: scene. <laughs> yeah.
0: Touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd pick that up while
1: he's drinking up Pepsi.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. He's constantly drinking Pepsi, and she talks about Coca Cola. That's right. That's right. The reason they're number one because they spend the most in advertising. Yo. By the way, speaking of advertising, you know how Tammy Metzler wants to go to Immaculate Heart? Yeah. When she goes over and checks out Immaculate Heart, did you notice that the Immaculate Heart scoreboard has Coca Cola advertising on it? No way. Totally.
1: Hmm. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, well, it's there, buddy. <laughs> not it wasn't a <laughs> mug root beer. It was not scoreboard. mug root beer. Who owns mug root beer, do you know? probably the same people that own coke.
0: Well, in in theory it should be Coca-Cola because um Tracy is Coca-Cola, right? Right. And everybody else is Pepsi. Apples and oranges here. Oh. But it's Pepsi and Coca-Cola.
1: Wait. Also like bananas. <laughs> That's good.
0: <laughs> That's good. And then he goes into the house and there's apples and oranges and then he grabs the banana. Yeah. This movie is awesome, dude. It is. It's so awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, from VHS porn in the basement to Chris Klein's character. Oh, yeah. I love him, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love this guy. He's
1: like uh, just a, a sweet, sweetheart doofus of a guy. He is. He's like yeah. super
0: naive, but he's so sweet and nice. And he has the best line in the movie. What's that? <laughs> I was so mad at God when I broke my leg. <laughs> is so matter of fact about everything he says in this movie and it just cracks me up dude i re- i re this is a highly rewindable movie by the way yeah to is. me it is <laughs> to me it's highly rewindable so i mean he's <laughs> wouldn't he says that <laughs> also i want to ask you in this scene where he does break his leg on the mountain uh-huh do you think that's stock footage do you think that
1: Oh, definitely stock footage. I wonder where it came from. Of the skier falling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Got to be stock footage, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't know if it was like some super stunt that they did. I they thought shot. they
1: hit the slopes of Nebraska while
0: they were filming this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the VH slopes. Um. So, yeah. Uh, when he's like, I love that he says pears first, by the way. He's like, what's your favorite fruit? Pears. Pears. No, 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 wait. Apples. <laughs> I also like bananas. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Really really good.
1: Hey Mr. M, quit daydreaming and get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: wholesome. Yeah. He's so wholesome.
1: And Tammy is just such a bitch too.
0: I mean, she she's just She's antisocial, you Don't know. Don't you and fucking knock? Yeah. He so does anyway. he does knock though. That's what's funny. He does knock. That's why he says yeah. Oh hey, Tracy. <laughs> Don't you fucking knock? Oh, the okay. craziest thing happened today. You dumb shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh and when tammy's ex-girlfriend or friend or whatever and he's like i sure was surprised when she came over and gave me a blowjob yeah. like, like the, his face and like the way he says it it's so good dude it which so uh good. when they offered him this movie
1: he told alexander Payne, he was like yeah i, I want to do the movie but i can't do a scene where i get a blowjob because my grandma's gonna see this movie and they were like, oh don't worry about it. We'll we'll work around it, you know.
0: But did they work around it?
1: Well, I mean, they don't
0: show him getting
1: blown, but I mean I didn't
0: think they were gonna do that anyway, Phil. Yeah, but mean... <laughs> <laughs> It is hilarious how they shot it though. Yeah, I mean you yeah. just see the
1: back of her head and yeah, yeah. him making faces His yeah. face is hilarious, yeah. dude.
0: Um But yeah, the whole Metzler family, um amazing one more thing for for paul yeah okay and we were talking about this earlier paul for president power uh, progress peanut yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm losing it dude whenever he says peanut i am falling <laughs> off the couch can you just imagine like a, a a campaign pin that has his face and it says paul for president and it says power progress peanut <laughs> like i want that pin instead of the pig flick pin. <laughs> some of his posters are
1: hilarious did you catch the one where it said said something like he's our politician yeah that one was kind of hidden and of course the uh <sighs> paul metzler you Metzler. <laughs> oh i a t-shirt with him throwing that football and that paul metzler you betsler
0: yeah i wasn't looking around for any official or bootleg election merchandise but i really <laughs> hope that shit exists so that's awesome yeah um okay i don't have too much more the famous line where she's doing her speech and he's like eat me eat, eat me raw, me raw. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that that's awesome. Like that's yeah. a classic moment. But when the when the uh the principal comes up and he's like trying to tell them all to calm down and it's the most like jumbled inarticulate piece of shit thing to say. One of my favorite moments of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll let you expand on that, Ben. Ugh. So, um and I I think the only other thing that really gets me and this is kind of a weird thing to end on, but when Mr. M is at the hotel prepping to to see that woman, uh-huh. Yeah. And he's just washing his balls, washing in his, his tub. balls in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a considerate guy, you know. I mean, he's got chocolates and flowers. He he marked off some sort of poetry inside of a book with a rose and then he washed his balls in the shower. All in, in the 48 tub. minutes in between class. Incredible. Well, during class. During class, yeah. Yeah. And they were none the wiser, my friend. They were just taking their test. And I think what's also impressive is that his class didn't act up at all. He wasn't in the classroom at all. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, Phil, <laughs> but if my teacher left the, left the class for more than 10 minutes, shit was on. It depends on if there, were, there was like a big test, though. I guess you're right. I guess you're
1: right. You know, if there was yeah. like, hey, guys, in two weeks, we got this big test. Don't fuck around. Make sure you study. If it was one of those kind of tests, I could see everybody you know just focusing on that
0: yeah and this seemed like a not fucking around test that's true to be honest with you so you right <laughs> and plus you know i mean mr McAllister's is a very respected teacher man but uh linda never shows no she does not show God. man we need to talk about that whole thing too yeah but these are my moments dude so
1: this is going to be almost kind of like the Home Alone episode, since there was so much that I love. I'm almost going to go chronologically through the movie.
0: That's kind of what I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Go for it, dude. First thing we got to talk about. Here's another little pop quiz for you. I got all sorts of uh, little, little questions for you. Okay. MTV Films Productions. Yep. 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 Do you know the
0: first movie they put out? Joe's Apartment.
1: Bam. Got it. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie. Love I Joe's seen that Apartment in so long.
0: Yeah, I recently found a. a vhs copy of that and i was absolutely thrilled nice Mm -hmm. i
1: feel like that came out 96 as well
0: yeah it's pretty early yeah i can't remember the exact year i think it's 96 97 but that movie is so cool yeah i know
1: beavis and butthead to america was maybe their second or third release because that was also 96
0: um i remember i don't know if this is like a, a real memory or not it had to be but i i feel like i watched joe's apartment premiere on mtv i did too yeah, I feel yeah. like everybody did. I feel like that was like a fucking event. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I remember, if I remember correctly, I was I was over at my friend Ben's house, and I went over there on the weekend just just to go over there and like watch Joe's apartment. Like we were super stoked. So that one's due for a rewatch. I oh, dude, I got it. That. Come on through,
1: nice. Um, this isn't really a part of the movie, but I was thinking of like other Reese Witherspoon roles. Uh huh. Um, are you a fan of this movie? Have you, when's the last time you watched Fear? Of course, dude. With Mark
0: Wahlberg. Are you kidding me? Dude, F- let's her getting fingered on the roller coaster yeah. it's like one of the most while, incredible. While Bush plays? Yeah. I don't want to come back down from this cloud. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the greatest cinematic moments of the 90s, dude. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, God, I I really enjoy that movie. Fear's I mean, great. It just
1: takes me back to 96.
0: Yeah. When he starts beating his chest?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Parker, is Nicole here? Look, <laughs> is Nicole here? Look, I would never... I'm sorry I lost my
0: temper, Mr. Parker. You know, I would never hurt
1: Nicole like that.
0: Yo, you're so good at impressions. <laughs> also, just... I want to say one thing. <laughs> Nicole forever. <laughs> Give him that fucking tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he's... Hey, if you want to come on The
1: Spook House and we cover that movie... Because, I mean, that is, like, horror adjacent. It's more of a thriller,
0: but... Are you inviting me on the spook house to talk about fear? Of course. absolutely, I'm there, dude. Come
1: on the podcast anytime, Josh. We'll talk about fear. <laughs> come on. Hey, I'm all, we come can on. go on a
0: roller coaster. Say hey to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, also, can we just, like, how we're talking about voices here. One more thing. Reese Witherspoon, since we're on Reese Witherspoon, her voice acting inside of this, like with all of the ways she like, like I said, we talked about it earlier, like it's really impressive. I think she gave herself a fake lisp for this role. Like a very, very, very slight fake lisp.
1: Hmm. She does have an interesting accent. Um, She was born in like New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. But uh-huh. she almost has a Midwest twang.
0: But I'm saying she, I think she puts all this shit on for the character.
1: Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So
0: that's why it's impressive is that She's doing this much. I mean, she does become Tracy Flick, you know, so it's really, really cool. But anyway, you're talking about her, her career. Yeah. Uh, just,
1: you know, I I couldn't help but think of fear. <laughs> I mean. How could you not? Come on. Good movie. Uh, but OK, so I'm going to go through some of my favorite moments. I really love the intro to this movie. It's uh, just a sunrise at the school. Oh, the sound me too, of the dude. sprinkler. Yeah. It kind of eases you into the movie. It just unfolds very naturally and peacefully. And uh, you, you see Mr. M,
0: you know, doing his morning routine. I just really like the way the movie starts. Well, like I said, it creates the world very efficiently. Yeah. And it, it shows you where they are. Like, you know, Midwest.
1: It really reminds me of the high school I went to. I mean. Really? Kind of. Yeah. Just like the layout of it. Is it just because
0: the... they had a sprinkler like that? Mm-hmm. or?
1: Yeah, man. That. <laughs> that Dude, that sprinkler did it for me. (laughs) Sorry. Oh man, it just took me back. Come on, that was good. No, it was like just the way the high school, the the hallways look. It it just has that feel to it, like the gymnasium kind of looked like my old gymnasium.
0: Yeah, I mean they're nailing it. You know, I mean these small town high school. I mean that's what it felt like. Yeah, my high school felt like that too.
1: And these were actual students at this high school, like during the gym scene, like, and in the hallways, it's just kids from the high school. That's cool. Yeah. When Tracy's setting up her table in the morning, she folds out, you hear, five legs. You do? Yeah. It's like, yeah,
0: it's it's five. I mean, that's really sharply shot, too, and, and the sound design is excellent right there. I mean, it makes you feel like that she's gearing up for war, you know? And that's what yeah. it feels like, because that's what it is for her.
1: Not wasting any time, huh, Tracy? <laughs> Well, you know what they say about the early bird. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I do know (laughs) what they say about that. And then he walks away and picks up a piece of trash. He's a good guy. And then he turns, but he turns back to Tracy almost to make sure that she
0: saw him pick up the trash. Do you think that's why he turns around? Or do you think that he's he's having a second thought about her? Or maybe he was like,
1: I don't know. Maybe he was having regret about not picking up the Chinese food. Wow. I tell you, man, everything just hangs on this one moment of did he pick up the Chinese food or not? Kinda does. Yeah.
0: Maybe he didn't.
1: Uh yeah, we gotta talk about this, Dave and um and Tracy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, there's just one more thing you need to know about Tracy
0: her pussy getting so wet please you don't say well believe- while i'm, while I'm <laughs> sipping something i'm gonna spit it out <laughs> don't tell me that <laughs> don't <laughs> tell me that yeah that whole scene i mean it's you would not believe
1: it it's it's highly fucked up that we're talking about this 40 year old something dude having a relationship with a high school student but
0: I mean, it's highly fucked up in the context of the film and in general, yeah. but I mean, like it's, it's part of the film. We have to talk about it. Of
1: so. course. Yeah. And uh, him playing three times a lady.
0: <laughs> Man, they really had a missed opportunity when they didn't play Hopper Teacher in that moment. Is that in bad taste? Oh sorry. Is that in bad taste? I'm sorry. I said that joke last night I don't, too, and I don't know if my that friend didn't think it was funny either. I don't know if that would have quite fit the scene.
1: <laughs> I know, dude. It's just a joke. I'm just saying like... <laughs> hey, did your high school ever have like one of these uh you know teacher student things like a scandal yeah scandal that's no. the word I was looking for Mm-mm. this is the first time you meet the uh, the Eat Me kid. Yeah. One per person, put those back <laughs> Oh when Tammy says when she's like obsessing over her friend tracy she's like if i were to die right now i'd throw myself in one of my dad's cement trucks and get poured into your tomb love that
0: part too (laughs) wait what is her friend's name tracy is it also tracy
1: oh wait 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 oh god what am i thinking no not tracy um what is her damn name shit i don't know i should know it's like
0: rebecca or some shit I don't know. Somebody's a VH snacker out there, is screaming I at, know. at it. And they're
1: like, it's yeah, this! I, "I'm always this guy when I when I listen to a podcast, and it's like it's it's that you dumb fuck. <laughs> don't you know? I'm Did telling, you do your research? I'm telling you, it's different. Whenever you got a mic in front of your face, and you know, you got to think
0: on the fly. I mean, listen, something happens. You can't remember everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we we do take notes, but I mean, we're not like VH sticklers for notes. You yeah. know what I mean.
1: How about the, uh, fill me up. Fill me up. Oh God.
0: Oh, <laughs> Mr. M is having sex with his wife. Yeah. What is that actress's name? Don't know. It's Diane something, isn't it? Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's not sexy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you see where he starts to pull like, like pull away there. He's like, oh my God, this is not like, he's just a, like almost like a robot, you know? Yeah. And she's, he's like doing that. She's like, fill me up, fill me up and then it's like the most non-sexy thing ever and then he pulls like he gets off of her and she's like pats him on the back like good job and then she actually says good job so
1: yeah 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 oh god during yeah of course during the initial speeches by the candidates with uh the principal <laughs> yeah somebody's the kid says eat me and the principal's like
0: <laughs> I, hope, I hope that you can really do this it's like the best worst speech he's like,
1: now if you can't give these candidates the respect they deserve then you'll be treated like children because that's what you are so you need to listen up show some respect
0: or something like that he's like you want to be treated like adults but you're acting like children we're going to treat you like children not adults because that's what you are you are children exactly like some shit like that yeah
1: and this principle god Phil Reeves is the actor that plays Walt Hendricks. And yeah. this guy just nails that whole that like principal role so well. He does. I feel like this was my principal. But when Tammy walks up to give her speech, and you hear that one kid in the crowd, he's like Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and everybody
0: starts laughing. Yeah, really rude,
1: shitty. Oh, but you I know. just love moments like that, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. God, that sounds like something that me and my friends would have done. Would just be like, Bleh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I it, it, mean, high school was tough, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a different time, and kids are mean. And, of course, Tammy's speech. So good. The fucking best. Who
1: cares about this stupid, stupid election? election? But, my okay, this is a true top, top-tier cinematic moment. When... Mr. McAllister and the principal walk back to his office. He's like, "Shut the door." Turns around and says, "That little bitch just made a fool out of
0: us." <laughs> yeah, and his like little gesticulation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, Little bitch, she is washed up. You understand me? And then I like how he's, he's like, "Get her out of here!" And McAllister's like, well, "You can't kick her out of, uh, you know, you can't kick her out because of her speech. It's not how student government works." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." That's it. Three days suspension. She's suspended for three days. <laughs> he is awesome, dude. Yeah, he is. Oh, Very powerful role. Oh, for sure. Damn, you got a book over there. Oh Phil. man, I got a whole bunch of moments. Got a lot of notes. Dog. I'm telling you, uh,
1: lately, what I do, I just watched a movie, and I, I just kind of,
0: I'm like, just. I love that you do it, uh, with pen and paper too.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, I've. I don't know. I find that when I look at notes on my phone, it, I don't know, feels less uh impersonal or something. Almost have that part of my brain that's activated to like pull up
0: certain apps, you know, you're just so used to it. Yeah, well, this is analog, dude. This is real. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I totally get it. And, you know, I thought about it last night, but I did it on my phone because...
1: I mean, uh, I do them on my phone sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I like it when you write that. them
0: out. It's cool. Yeah. Because now little, you have a memory too.
1: Yeah, it's a little more, oh man, I have... You're going to frame those up? Dude, I have like three notebooks from old Spook House episodes. We can do a VH
0: snack and VH scrapbook.
1: Hey, man, one day they're going to go up in a museum. They're going to be like... Yeah. No, they're not.
0: lofty as fuck, (laughs) dog. But yeah, cool. I love the vision. I love the vision. If
1: somebody wants my old notebook full of Spook House notes, hit me up. Going up on eBay. Lots of little gems
0: in there. Okay.
1: Yeah, it'll sell for uh, 48 cents.
0: $6.66. Plus
1: shipping. (laughs) Um... On with the moment. Oh, when they're they're figuring out, um, you know, who tore down the posters. And the principal's like, that speech you gave, uh, it was out there. <laughs> I just love it.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. M fixing up the motel, watching his balls. Great. Um, the bee sting. <laughs> oh, I love that the bee sting. We got to talk about this. It's like a physical representation of the the like the the moral choice he has made one thousand percent he's made this decision and now he's inflicted just out of nowhere with this bee sting yeah and the the more it swells the worse his life gets
0: absolutely and that's another piece of this visual communication that i'm talking about oh my
1: god yeah i just had a thought um you see there's a quick shot of the bees buzzing around the tree in their backyard i believe it's an apple tree Mm mm-hmm goes back to apples yep
0: there are so many (laughs) clever connections inside of this film
1: i just thought of that tons
0: of visual communication tons of visual cues tons Mm -hmm. of tons of that
1: going on that's why i love this movie because every time i rewatch it i see something from a different angle or gain a new perspective and
0: yeah this this movie is highly rewatchable and highly rewindable to me like i mean i feel like there's so much little shit going on you know what i mean and this is i mean i totally agree yeah um i love his reaction to the bee sting. he's just like oh oh fuck <laughs> david <Damn it. laughs> like when oh, he fuck! realizes he just got stung in the in the eye by a yellow jacket yeah. like jeez <laughs> and everybody's like mr mccallister what happened to your eye yeah
1: what happened to your eye that kid
0: yeah what's wrong with your eye <laughs> <laughs> you're like god damn it kid just let it go it's like it's just a little bee sting. Some people,
1: they get bee they get stuck by a bee, and nothing happens. Some people swell up.
0: <laughs> you know, you, you talk about, did you know a Tracy kind of person in high school? Mm-hmm. I also knew a Mr. McAllister in high school.
1: Really? How, like, how so? Like, what well, kind of traits? just like a really
0: good teacher, like someone who was, really wanted you to learn, wanted you to have fun, was mm-hmm. involved, was like, you know, that kind of teacher. You know, and like I remember that teacher, and and I don't, and I don't think there was any scandal at, uh, attached to them, thank goodness, but yeah, there was definitely that teacher that was like really cool. Everybody, and you, you called him Mr. M. His actual name was Mr. McGee. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and he was just a really nice dude. That's cool. You know, and like he would like you know when the the student goes up to Mr. McAllister, and he's like, hey can I retake the test from yesterday because I had to work? I didn't get a lot of sleep. And he's like, yeah, I noticed it was a little low for you. And we don't know if we actually let him retake the test. But to me, we always assume that he's going to do the right thing because he's a good guy. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And that's like the same thing with Paul where he's like, no matter what they say, he did or did not do. I believe he's a good man. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. impression there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, totally spot on. Um, and uh, shout out to the good teachers out there because they. you, yeah, dude! I, I still have a few that I remember that they do make a lasting impression. And, they absolutely uh, do. Yeah.
0: Like, I I remember Mrs. Marr from from and Mrs. Moore. They're all Ms. This is weird. Whoa,
1: very strange. For me, it was the woodshop teacher, Mr. Watson. Shout out, <laughs> Mr. Dude. Watson. I probably shouldn't say this but it doesn't matter. Uh, this is how cool Mr. Watson was. He let me and a buddy borrow his car to go get lunch one day. We were cuz he drove like this little convertible. Did you have a license? Yeah. I mean oh, okay, we had a okay. license and everything, but uh he was like, "All right, just don't fuck anything up on it." I'm like, "Okay."
0: Man, that is like the coolest teacher around. Yeah, I dude. know. Holy crap.
1: <laughs> like what if we got in a wreck or something? I don't know. I mean, oh dude, fun fun fact. He was a woodshop teacher. His license plate said, cut wood. See,
0: that's how dedicated he was. That's these how, cool. Are, dude. Like, that that's is how awesome. cool he was. That is awesome.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I need to look him up. He's like, hey, man. let's us Yeah, send him like
0: a thank you card or something. Let's go grab
1: some lunch or something. Let's hang
0: out. Let's like, be yet, friends. You take him. You drive
1: him to lunch now. And I didn't appreciate wood woodworking at the time, but now I totally do. Like, I'm so fascinated with people that can make a table or something like that.
0: Yeah, you just don't forget. Like my my woodshop teacher was Mister Polero. He was really cool. He had like a flat top cut. Nice. He's like was like your fucking <laughs> standard like uh, woodshop teacher. He was really cool. Yeah. Shout out to the good teachers out there. Hell yeah. Um,
1: Tammy's dad, also Paul's dad. His <laughs> his speech to Tammy. He's he's also the uh, the dad in Donnie Darko. He is the dad in yeah. Donnie Darko. Yeah. I just got off the phone with Walt Hendricks. <laughs> you know, they don't even want you back. He is fed up. Fed up. And I don't blame him. <laughs> He's got
0: that that hard fucking whiskey in his hand. It's oh, like shaking. Man.
1: I mean, he he just totally nails the the angry dad speech right there. Yeah. He's fed and it, up, and, and
0: I don't blame him. And again, the framing, the direction, like it's just a really well shot movie. Like it, yeah. that's, I think it's part of why it engages you so much, right? Is mm-hmm. because it really brings you into this world, and I think that's what good direction does. Like obviously, it brings you into the world. Sure. But holy shit, man! Like the way they set up all the shots, everything beautiful. Yeah,
1: I mean, I could literally put the movie on right now and be like. Okay, I guess I'm watching this. Yeah, I I'm mean, cool I'm that.
0: definitely going to put it back into rotation. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, When Mr. M comes home and slept out. Wait, was this after he slept outside our house? Ten Yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He comes home and the moment he hears that baby cough,
0: it's like. I love that Yeah. His, his world just shatters. And I love that you can only see his, his emotion through the one eye. Oh, yeah. So like, it's like. He's, he's like
1: reaching in the fridge to grab a beer. And you just hear the little baby go. <laughs> and it's like
0: at that moment, he just knows. It's almost he's, he's like fucked. half the man he used to be. Right. Because because like, <laughs> he no, I'm serious. Like, he, yeah, he loses all of the emotion and his personality inside of that one eye
1: because hmm.
0: he's a very expressive actor. Right. Roderick's great. Yeah. And um, so many little things. Such a great movie. You know, and I, I used to chuckle at this this thing on the front. It says, a nearly flawless film, a sharp and merciless comedy. Like, oh, nearly flawless, bro. But uh-huh. you know what? Rewatching it, like, it is kind of nearly flawless. It really
1: is. There's pretty much no fat on the movie at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just razor sharp. Everything is just so tight. and yeah.
0: But yeah, hearing that baby yeah. cough and then seeing his face. <laughs> He just wants an ice cold beer to wash down his
1: day. You know what I mean? He just like bashfully peeks around the corner. Doesn't even like try to say anything. He's just like,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: And then he goes back to the motel and the clerk's like, you want the same room?
0: (laughs) And he says, yeah, sure. He's he's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, Jesus, dude. get a different room. Just Do you think the it. chocolates are still going to be there? They should have had a scene of him, like, eating the chocolates
1: in the room. Oh, man. They should have. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or he just, like, opens the book and a little rose falls out or something. God, yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, extra sad. Can I get some extra sad on the side, please? <laughs> I love when he beats
1: the shit out of the vending machine. Oh, my of, God, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when he
0: loses it. Loses yeah. it, dude. I mean, to be honest... At that point, I'd probably lose it too. I would. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, you're you're buying this like overpriced, like cheap ass razor that's probably not going to work. Like, yeah, holy shit. And then it goes to uh, oh, um, the prayer scene,
1: which is good, where each candidate oh, yeah, yeah, says yeah. says their prayers. Yeah, he's like, "Thank you for blessing me with what I've been told is a fairly large penis." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> again the matter of factness about the way he speaks is yeah. is comedy gold to me so yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah but i love the voiceovers for each candidate because it just shows you what this election means to them and yeah they're they're all seeing it from a different pov trade um uh, fucking tammy's like and someday i want to be good friends with madonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good. Which, by the way, before I forget, uh Jessica Campbell, who plays Tammy, passed away like a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, under mysterious circumstances. I looked that up too. It was really sad.
1: Yeah. Um. All I really know is that she was complaining of congestion earlier in the day and uh, said she didn't feel right. And her family found her on the bathroom floor later that evening and... Still not a lot of answers to her death, and that's okay. We don't need to know, but it's a bummer that she passed.
0: She was young, dude. She's 38.
1: Yeah. She kills it in this movie. Oh, dude. Tammy Metzler's
0: awesome. She was
1: also in Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, this is when uh, Tracy... Oh, well, we could get a little a uh, little break in the action here. Tracy talks about her, uh, her and her mom got up and made 480 cupcakes. The day of the election.
0: That is a shit ton of cupcakes.
1: Which I don't think...
0: That's one cupcake for every voter.
1: Yeah. So we did the math on this. So I... Okay. It's my snack. And There's no secret to what the snack is. Uh, we already talked about this. It's going to be Pick Flick Cupcakes. Because you got Oh, it, yeah. Okay? I only made 12. And that took, you know, mixing up the ingredients and everything. Mm-hmm, baking mm-hmm. them. Letting them cool, putting the frosting on, writing out pick flick. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. I'd say all in all about forty five minutes to an hour of good work. I mean, four hundred and eighty divided by twelve is forty. So, I, I think they. I gonna used need- to fall
0: asleep in math class. By the way, I think so they're you're- gonna
1: need more than an like waking up the day of to make that many cupcakes no
0: way dude they were like
1: on this for days but she says like we woke up the morning super early the morning of the election and baked 480 cupcakes she's a liar well she's tracy flick
0: yeah no you know what maybe i shouldn't call her a liar
1: by the way that's 120 eggs that they gotta crack
0: i mean that's only 10 cartons it's
1: doable right do you want to like try this? We'll we'll make a whole video out of it. We'll we're like, "Okay, we're going to make 480 cupcakes."
0: Sure, but as long as we have something to do with the 480 cupcakes, and we're going to donate them to a certain thing or something, I'll totally do it. <laughs> cuz I don't want to get stuck with 480 cupcakes cuz it's going to destroy me. Well, guess what? I'll eat you're, them all. You're
1: going home with some cupcakes today. No, oh, I know
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm going to uh, who I know who I'm voting for, okay? Oh man. Um well,
1: you know what? Are you a little bit hungry over there, Josh? Oh, dude, I'm always hungry, man. I'm a little hungry
0: myself. Let's so, do
1: it. Uh, let's go eat some Pick Flick cupcakes. Um, what are you going to clip them? Ooh, what should the clip be? You know what? I don't know.
0: It's going to be a surprise. Ooh, a VH surprise clip, huh? VH surprise. You know I can dig it.
1: So just hang tight, everybody, and we will be right back. People! People!
2: Who cares about this stupid election? We all know it doesn't matter who gets elected president of Carver. Do you really think it's going to change anything around here? Make one single person smarter or happier or nicer? The only person it does matter to is the one who gets elected. The same pathetic charade happens every year. And everyone makes the same pathetic promises, just so they can put it on their transcripts to get into college. So vote for me, because I don't even want to go to college. And I don't care. And as president, I won't do anything. The only promise I will make is that if elected, I will immediately dismantle the student government so that none of us will ever have to sit through one of these stupid assemblies again.
0: back oh yeah we are hey josh you like you could use a cupcake i just had two of them they so were very good they were i mean they're exactly what i figure a cupcake would taste like if you got it from a person running for student council president yeah yeah so right on right on the money
1: yeah man well guess what you're gonna go home with a few of them so. all right i got some, some prizes oh yeah
0: sweet vh sweet
1: yeah not a whole lot to the uh you know what i originally wanted to put apples or bananas into the incorporate that somehow but that'd be cool it uh i forgot
0: you just forgot
1: i just forgot
0: okay well thanks for being honest
1: hey just being honest that's all you can do i could say well i didn't really find a a right recipe or something like that
0: yeah don't make up no vh bull vh shit
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I'm, I'm not quite done with my moments. i got a few left here, so we're going to keep rolling here. Keep rolling them. Larry, we're not electing the fucking Pope here. Just tell me who won.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love his descent into, like, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah.
1: But this part always drives me nuts when he steals the two votes.
0: Just put them in your pocket, dude. He actually says those votes were probably pocketed. When they're trying uh, to explain it, yeah. So he
1: knows better. He,
0: he knows he knows how to do it, and I don't know why. Is it like a form of self sabotage? Mm, like maybe. because he his his life is obviously falling apart. He's like, "You ruined my life. You ruined my life." Oh, yeah. like, he knows he can't. You go ruined home. Diane's life. Is that what you want? I love you.
1: <laughs> you kissed me. You came on to me.
0: Yeah, and I oh, can we can we talk about this for a second with um. What's her name? Linda. 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 Linda Novotny. I think it's really unfair that she goes to his house, tells his wife, and then makes it seem like he took advantage of her. Yeah, well, who
1: knows what was said between Linda and Diane. But, yeah, there's some blame to be placed on Linda as well. Well, I mean,
0: you would think that Linda would go there. I mean, absolutely. She's the one. She's like, thank you, Jim. And she starts like kissing his ear. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, as well as I do, it takes two to tango. Okay. It takes two, baby. And they're both wrong. They both did a wrong thing. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. But the way that she went over there and she's like, cause she's best friends with his wife. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, just stonewalling him. <clears throat> He's kicked out of the house. And she makes it seem like he took advantage of her, which is no doubt what she told his wife. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, man, that's not fair.
1: Which uh, makes it all the more understandable why, you know, you have all that happen to you, then you show up to school, and you see Tracy bouncing up and down in the hallway. That is a very, uh, the the movie is kind of coming to a head to this moment, where he's like, you know, I can't explain what overcame me that day when I saw Tracy, you know, when he sees her gleefully dancing in the hall.
0: Maybe it was because she was spying.
1: Yeah. And that's when he decides to steal the two votes. Yeah. Should have just burned them or ate them. Did anything. Put them in his pocket. Other than barely crumble them up and drop them in a wastebasket in the room where they do the counts. I mean, come on.
0: Pretty sloppy.
1: Come on, Mr. M. Mr. M. It's like he wanted to get caught. Well, he'd had a rough day, probably not a good night's sleep. Maybe he wasn't thinking too
0: clearly. All he'd eaten that day was a cupcake. That's true.
1: (laughs) Running off that sugar rush.
0: Yeah, he already threw out all the old food in the fridge, so he couldn't even get a (laughs) snack.
1: Uh, Larry, I think we have a problem. Yep, I got the same thing. I got Paul by a vote. Which, by the way, it would have been a tie had Paul Metzler not been such a good dude and voted for Tracy. Because he has that moment where he's like... It just feels
0: so wrong to vote for yourself. What would happen in the in, a, in the event of a tie?
1: I guess they would both split duties or something. I don't know.
0: That would be an interesting. Or maybe Mister M would have only um, stolen one vote. Interesting alternate world. Speaking of alternate worlds, what's how that? many moments do you have left? Because I want to talk about this alternate ending. Oh, just a few. Just a few. Um, Not rushing you. I just I just want to know.
1: Here's an interesting moment. When Paul is in Spanish class before he gets called to the office to, you know, get the bad news that he actually lost the election, they're learning the word pierdes, which translates to lose. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of like a foreshadowing There it is again. Yeah. There it is again. I didn't know that. I read that. I don't know Spanish, so Mm. pierdo, pierdes.
0: It just means to lose.
1: Yeah um fouch spitting on mr m's window
0: brutal dude (laughs) so vicious
1: and that kid has has a decent career as an actor you might know him as hunter jan's assistant from the office oh wow yeah you watched office yeah
0: okay yeah that's him wow (laughs) interesting yeah it totally makes sense now yeah Yeah. cool
1: that that uh, that kid
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. um when when tracy flick is reminiscing about dave she's like i wonder what he's doing now and then it cuts down <laughs> the, working
0: at like a dollar store or something like, yeah he's just like we're at, at a store like pricing like food like yeah. a grocery store or some shit um, but he doesn't look unhappy Like, he looked okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, he was physically alive, but he looked
1: a little... he's alive. He looked a little dead on the inside. Sure, sure. Um, But yeah, that takes us to the ending. Mr. M talks about the last time he saw Tracy. Well, Mr. M goes to New York, Mm -hmm. gets a job at the museum, and he sees Tracy, and he tosses the beverage at her window. (laughs) Who the fuck does she think she is? And that was done on the first take, that throw... But they filmed, like, maybe 10 or 15 more, and they could never get get it to land right. So that was, like, the uh, the first, first throw that they filmed.
0: Yeah, it was great. I love that ending. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm kind of cheering for Mr. M the entire way, except when he cheats on his wife. Like, that's the only time where I'm like, oh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but everything else, like, I feel like, like, even when he's, like kind of overthrowing Tracy like I feel bad but like I just I don't like Tracy like yeah. who are you supposed to root for in this movie yeah like who did no, I'm asking you like who do you root for in this movie I think we we side with Mr. M as as the audience yeah but um it's interesting and it's <clears throat> I mean I would feel free to, to challenge me or you know VH Snackers if you think that I'm totally off base here like please let me know but I mean like I don't know I feel like For some reason, Tracy's like a villain, you know? No, definitely. So, yeah. But good for Mr. M. Way to get out of there and, you know, start his life over.
1: Yeah. In New York City.
0: Yeah. And I was reading some... um, Are we ready to talk about the alternate ending now?
1: Yeah, we can talk about the alternate ending. Which I
0: never knew existed until you showed me.
1: I didn't even see this until two weeks ago. I had read about this alternate ending, but... um. There's a uh, a copy of it on YouTube, mm-hmm. not the best quality, but certainly not. The ending is up there. If you want to pause and go watch it, and then come back. But Josh, what did you think of the original ending?
0: Like the uh, the original ending?
1: Yeah, the alternate ending slash original, the one on YouTube. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah,
0: it's not good. It's really bad, and it's it's totally out of whack for the tone of the film. I agree. Um, And it kind of,
1: well, let's kind of explain it to people that haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So uh, Tracy's looking for a new car and Mr. M is working at a car dealership. Presumably
1: in Nebraska still.
0: Presumably still in Nebraska. Yes. And it's like, she goes to buy a new car. She's like, my mom's buying me a new car for college. And he's like, Oh great. And he's like super surprised to see her. And then he does, you know, he's he's being his regular self. He's being very informative, very helpful. Um, you know, lots of details about the cars, etc. So that character, that part of the character carries carries over. Yeah. And then he's like, then he's like flat out like, Tracy, why are you doing this? Why are you here? Like, are you here to humiliate me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like I. And then it's like she has a sudden change of heart where she's no longer like this like steely kind of going for whatever she wants kind of person. She's all of a sudden like this really like soft baked person. That's like, I want to forgive you or mm-hmm. I, I want an apology, but I'm going to ask for it in a nice way. Yeah. And then he gives her an apology and then he fucking signs her yearbook. And then it's fade to black. Well, they, like, what? they
1: well, they get in the car for a test drive. Right. And they drive to Tracy's house. Right. She gets out of the car. He's not sure what she's doing. She goes into her house. Comes back with the yearbook. She's like, will you sign my yearbook? He signs the yearbook. And it's it's just... It's like in a nice little bow. Like, oh, they said they're sorry. Everything's fine. It just didn't fit the tone of the movie. And w- there, And I, I have heard some people defend the ending. Because there's that moment where he looks... Looks down the street. Uh, presumably, like... He learns that... Tracy kind of lives on the rough side of town and she's not this, a person that's been born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Yeah. You know? like not like, well to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some people defend it that way, but even then it just, like you said, it just doesn't tonally, it doesn't work.
0: uh. Uh-uh. yeah. It feels very abrupt mm-hmm. and the characters feel out of place. Right. Yeah. And the tone of the, everything feels off and, I couldn't see what he writes because it's such bad quality, but he does write something to start inside of the yearbook. And I wonder what he actually writes. Cause that might
1: probably something cliche, like good luck. In the it's probably like good luck
0: or something or, or my best wishes or, or something. But I mean, I don't know, but he's also, there's a, another um, important part is that he's picking the trash cans have fallen over and he's picking up the trash cans and she comes out. She's like, you don't have to do that. So we know that he would have picked up the trash that fell out of the trash can. (laughs) We know he would have, because that's his character.
1: Okay. Further evidence? Yes.
0: But I think it makes Mr. McAllister seem like he loses, because he admits defeat, he admits that he was wrong for what he did, which he was, but he doesn't have any sort of... But was he...
1: He, See, that's, he was just righting her wrong because Tracy did tear down those posters. She, she did, did. kind of rig the election. And he had that moment when he saw her where he's like, who knows how many lives she will destroy, like who she'll step on to get wherever she wants. You
0: know, It's true. And like I said, I feel like she's a villain. Mr. McAllister deserves to be happy in, in, my, in my eyes mm-hmm. from watching him in this movie. Like he tries to be a good person. He made a mistake. Yeah. He owned it. He's like, I'm so sorry, you know, like it it it's it's not like But she was totally unforgiving, like he said. And I mean it's I just think that him staying in the same town and having to be ridiculed for the rest of his life and be like ostracized for the rest of his life, like is that a fitting end for Mr. McAllister? No,
1: I would say no. And Tracy's like And apparently audiences did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. I mean it was like overwhelming majority from what I heard, like comment cards and stuff for test audiences for like yeah. the ending sucks. Yeah. And even the, the filmmakers were like, yeah, I think we could do a little better. I think the ending that is in the, the one we all know, with the, who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because that feeling will never go away. I don't know. It's interesting, man. It's interesting. Cause it makes you think about high school again. It makes you think about like, what does all of this really mean in this movie? Like who, who deserves what, what's right and wrong? You know, people make mistakes. People are doing things, you know, like even with Tammy, right? She's the only one that like has kind of a loose ending, right?
1: Yeah. She meets a new
0: girlfriend, but she doesn't, she doesn't, she gets everything she wants, but does she really grow? Because she's still like obsessed with the other person yeah like she doesn't become singular in any way she doesn't become an individual per se
1: mm-hmm. so
0: she doesn't grow but she gets what she wants i think mr McAllister grows and i think that tracy does a little bit too and then paul he's like i threw a bitchin party <laughs> <laughs> so paul's
1: gonna be okay yeah paul's a good guy he'll find his way he's in the got world. the concrete money
0: he's good yeah uh metzler submit i guess tammy does too i mean i kind of forget that they're brother and sister once in a while while looking at this movie that's true um yeah so yeah the alternate ending i'm really glad they changed the ending really glad same here i think as it is it is a um damn near perfect movie it is really really excellent also speaking of when he threw that cup yeah did you notice that it's a pepsi cup
1: no way it's a oh pepsi oh my cup, god it's <laughs> great
0: but i think it's like a strawberry milkshake or something they had to give it some like right. uh, some color and some consistency for it to really like show up so yeah
1: man that's that's crazy i didn't catch that
0: yeah yeah it's cool hmm. so are we on the mvp detail now
1: oh yeah uh josh who do you give your golden
0: cupcake to Oh, man, this is hard. And I'm going to have to say Broderick, man. Mr. McAllister. Yeah. He does such a great job. Yeah, he does. No, wait a minute. Oh. I'm going to (laughs) change. Sorry. (laughs) Apples. (laughs) Um, Apples. uh, This is probably one of the most difficult MVPs, and I should have thought about this way more before I came over here, but probably Reese Witherspoon just because she is such, does a such great, such a great performance in this movie.
1: She does. Yeah.
0: I mean, she's man. It, it, I think it's sometimes it's easier to have people to get an audience to like you than it is to get people to hate you. I don't know. Does that make sense? And she does a really good job of that. Like she really gets under my skin in this movie. Yeah. You know? And like, <clears throat> she does it in this way where you're like, I feel like I'm not supposed to not like you, but I do not like you. And I don't know. It's pretty confusing. And she does a great job with with that. So I don't know. She does a great job. Reese Witherspoon for me.
1: Reese Witherspoon. Good pick. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's uh, Walt Hendricks. The principal. <laughs> yeah. Dude. The yes! principal is. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the casting is pretty much perfect. Throughout the whole movie, but, sure, yeah, yeah, this guy just just perfects the angry principal. Like even his little speech where uh, where Tammy's kicked off the ballot. He's yeah. like, "Uh, good morning, students. It behooves me to inform <laughs> you that uh Tammy Metzler will not be on the ballot today." <laughs> so
0: yeah, that guy is just awesome. I love him. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he he, he really is a highlight every time he's on on screen yeah you know and he doesn't get that much time but i mean when he does it's fantastic and i love that he uses the word behooves Behooves. yeah excellent great choice man yeah of course great choice because you know there were like some there's a lot of heavy hitting performances in this right i mean before i even watched the movie it was like it's the principal.
1: i already know it's the principle <laughs> Sick.
0: so you already had your mind made up oh huh? yeah
1: for sure i mean <laughs>
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, uh you got any final thoughts on election dog? Not really.
1: Glad we covered it.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Um, we were talking about this the the VHS art, or I guess they use it, you know, for the DVD as well. But leaves a lot to be desired. It's Reese Witherspoon with her mouth open, and they photoshopped a little Matthew Broderick inside her mouth. It's just odd it doesn't convey really what the movie's about. I don't know. Just feel like uh, they could have done a little
0: better. I mean, I don't think it's the best VHS cover in the world. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's really just, it's, it's a little bizarre, you know, which I think, you know, gets across the dark comedy and the bizarreness of the characters and stuff like that. The kind of weird world they live in, but no, it's not a great cover by any means
1: yeah you don't want a poster of that hanging in your living room
0: also i kind of just noticed this but election is not horizontal it's vertical on on the cover right that's true it's kind of weird too yeah it's different the tagline says reading
1: writing revenge Mm, okay 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 i don't know who, who designed this but uh yeah
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they looked at it and they were like, that's the one, man. <laughs> like, this right, is it. Here okay, we go. Okay. So.
1: Well, yeah. Other than that, not a whole lot of closing thoughts. I think we covered it all. I'm so happy that we finally talked about this. Because, me too, um, man.
0: Yeah. I really liked this movie a lot. And it made me realize how much I watched it when I was young. Mm-hmm. It was steadily on when I came home from school. And... What a cool movie to watch while you're in high school, right? Yeah. Like, like wow, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> good
1: time capsule movie as well. I mean, this yeah. looks like a high school in the 90s because it was.
0: It absolutely Just was. Just
1: the fashion and haircuts and everything.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what it, what it really does is it reminds me that I should put this back into rotation because it is a feel-good movie. Even though it's a dark comedy and it has some some weird shit going on in there, Like it is genuinely super funny. Yeah. And it is uncomfortable at times and it's but it's hilariously uncomfortable. And uh, I'll be throwing it on more. So right on. Yes, sir.
1: Well, Joshua, um what are we covering? Philip. Philip, what are we covering for the next episode of VH
0: Snackin'? It's one that we VH served up in thought before and I think that we really need to do this one. We're going to go I think this is the first sequel we're going to be doing. Right? Ooh. Right? You
1: might be right on that. Yeah.
0: I want to do Problem Child too. Okay. Because you know what this does? What's that? It's going to allow us to talk about Problem Child. It's going to allow us to talk about... Love? How... Love. The because Love it's Rock. Our,
1: it's our Valentine's Day episode.
0: Should be. <laughs> Should be. I think we can make that happen. I think we can make it happen. And it also will allow us to explore how sequels can surpass the originals mm, okay so i think by doing problem child 2 we get to talk about all kinds of stuff
1: yeah well i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch both problem child 1 and 2
0: yeah pc 1 and 2 is a great double feature by the way yeah um and there's gonna be a lot to talk about so i'm very excited to go through pc 1 and 2 your because, snack yeah it's gonna be my snack i'm very excited.
1: Do you have something in mind?
0: I'm not going to tell you. Spaghetti and meatballs? No, I'm Isn't not going to tell you. Is there a
1: scene where they like flick a meatball into Gilbert Gottfried's date's cleavage? Yes.
0: You remember clearly.
1: <laughs> there's only a few things I remember about that movie. I remember that and throwing up on the roller coaster and the love rock.
0: Yep. I mean, those are key points. And Lawanda. Sure. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> or Wanda? It's, I think it's Lawanda. Is it
0: Lawanda? Yeah. Okay. Du Bois or Du Bois. <laughs> du Bois. There is some wild shit in, in Problem Child Two that I forgot about, and I'm like, what where did this come from? Yeah. So um It'll be
1: fun to revisit, that's absolutely. for sure. Absolutely.
0: So I'm very excited. So Problem Child 2. And of course we're gonna talk about Problem Child the first one. So it's gonna be all gravy, baby. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Alright, well. That's it, huh?
1: That's it, Is baby. it time for more cupcakes? Time for more cupcakes. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll uh, see see y'all
0: later. Yeah, keep on VH snacking.